Welcome to Songwriter Trists, an intimate podcast that interviews artists about the art of songwriting and find out more about the life behind the songs. I'm singer-songwriter Ray Lee, your host for this show. Music saved my life and I want to talk to other songwriters about the power of songwriting, talk about their journey and how they got to where they are today. This is a safe space to share stories, lessons and emotions, all the great things that build an amazing song. For more information on this podcast and the guests, visit songwritertrists.com. Welcome to a songwriter tryst with May Mueller. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. No, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, so early in the morning for you and late in the evening for me. That's what we do now with this online world connection type thing. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's you say early. It's what ten a.m., which is I'm so, I'm so lazy in the morning. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's good. It's got me up. It's got me a uh, got me active. Life of a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wish I could sleep until 10 o'clock. I have three little kids and it's like uh, as soon as the sun's up, I have like this little wake-up coach. She's six years old. Her name's Angela and she, yeah. she screams. I mean, my I have like three little brothers. So I've sort of, they're, I mean, they're, they're older now, but um, yeah. it kind of made me realise like, yeah, I don't want kids until like <laughs> the very, very latest because <laughs> getting up at like 5 a.m. every morning is just like not, doesn't look fun. Yeah. I've still got a while to go, though. <laughs> yeah, it'll happen when it happens. All right, so I get the artist um, in every podcast. I get you to introduce yourself and just say, who are you and where do you come from? Okay, well, I'm May Muller. I'm a singer-songwriter and I am from North London. Mm, whereabouts in London? Like near Camden. I've literally lived, like, I've, li- I've lived around here, like, my whole life, so... Mm. I'm I'm pretty much yeah through and through London London girl. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you going with the lockdown and COVID and everything over there? You making you know music what? still? I think yeah, I'm making music. I think we're just, they're just um they've started to like open like some studios again. I think now obviously mm. everything is you know you can't go to a restaurant or bars or anything like that. But work wise, mm. I think people are just kind of making their own decisions because it is allowed. Okay, but some people. Are, some people are like not comfortable, but most people are like, do you know what? Yeah, like let's just let's go in because it's just not the same over Zoom. And no. I mean, Zoom is better than nothing, but like it's always better to be in the room. And it's funny though; it's like such a weird reality now. It's like I get to the studio and like you have to do a test, but it's yeah. just obviously it's you know you've got to do what you've got to do to be safe. But it's like who would have thought that this is like the normal? Like it's so odd. I still can't get my head around it. Yeah, For it's a year take a while. Into it, but I'm yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't understand it. It's going to take a while to get used to, but um, there'll be a new a new normal in no time. So, yeah, I know. Tell me about your musical journey. Where did music and songwriting start for you? Um, I mean, I always enjoyed writing, and I always enjoyed being the centre of attention. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I like that you're I, that. That's good. I know, I just, honestly, since I was a kid, I'm just like, I want to perform and everyone to look at me. And I just always, I never felt uncomfortable when people were looking at me, ever. I loved it. So mm-hmm. I was like, this must mean something. 
um, but with, like, with, the, with the songwriting, I, I think it started, I used to write like stories and poems and at school I was, um, I used to do creative writing mm. and that was just, you know, I just really, really enjoyed it and it never felt like work. It just felt like something that I wanted to do. And then, um, I think naturally I kind of started writing writing songs. I remember I used to listen to a lot of Florence and the Machine and Lily Allen and I remember just kind of listening to what like they're such amazing storytellers so that's kind yeah. of I just copied them basically mm. when I was younger and like used to just want to write write stories. Yeah. Um and then and then I guess I never I I always kind of thought oh, I would have, I would love to be a singer but when I was little I was like, is that even a thing? Like can you even <laughs> do that? Uh, so for it to actually, you know, happen and for me to do it as a sort of job was insane. Mm. Yeah, it's um, it's not something that you, most parents go, yeah, you can be a singer and make a living off that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm really lucky that my my uh, my parents are very very supportive, and I remember once, like very 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 early on, my dad was like, "Are you sure like you don't want to like you know just in case have like a plan B?" And I was like don't ever say plan B to me again. <laughs> I like I, that. I, I was like, if you're, if you're, if you, if you, you know, start thinking about a plan B, then you're saying something to fail, but he is so amazing. Like he, cause he's such an avid, like music, just a music fan. And he loves live music, like more than anyone I know. So yeah. for me to be doing it, he, he like, can't believe it. He's like, what? <laughs> yeah. He loves it then. That's great. He absolutely loves it. I mean, when we could play live, he literally was at every single show. I remember <laughs> I had a show in Scarborough and he had to get like two trains and like oh, two no. buses and like 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 he travelled like eight hours like to come and see me and I was just like, Oh, oh so cool. that's cute. Why why didn't he just come so he's not like your dad manager or like you don't have him on the payroll. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't, but I do I don't can say he like because he could because he does like stage management for like yeah. Well, I don't really know exactly what it's called, but for like conferences and like mm. for like some like operas and stuff, he basically makes makes sure everything's like running smoothly. So he could definitely do it. Yeah. I'm like, maybe he could just like come on tour with me one day. But he's he's always like, you know, the last person you want with you on tour is your old dad. And I was like, no, that would be so nice. I yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think there's I'm some like, great examples of that. <laughs> I feel like you know we could have we could have some drinks. It would be fun. <laughs> oh, that's that is really nice, actually. So, what about um, musical instruments? Well, uh, I, I'm, I, I, I always kind of kick myself for this, but I never really picked up anything when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And bless my um, my parents tried, and I had some piano lessons and some guitar lessons. So you know, I was spoiled rotten. But yeah, <laughs> I, I um. I've never, ever, ever been good at doing something when I'm, like, told to do it. And I, and that is what I, I saw relate. as, like, I, I saw it as, like, a lesson. I didn't see it as fun. I didn't see this instrument as, like, this amazing tool that will one day really help me. I was like, yeah. I just don't want to go to piano lesson. It's so boring. So yeah. I kind of just never picked it up. But um, now I'm like, why didn't you just don't. concentrate? It would have been so great. Yeah. But now um, I do actually – I play the ukulele, though, which is really fun. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> um, cool. Yes, it's cool. I I literally learned it like over lockdown, and I'm getting pretty good now. So it's good. You know, it's a definitely it's definitely a starting point, and it's like I can write music on there, which is the main thing. It's so amazing. Like I felt like I was like, oh my god, this is what I've been missing out on. Because when you don't play an instrument, it's quite hard to yeah. 
just like sit and write a song on your own in your ha- in your house when there's like you don't play an instrument there's, there's mm. nothing to go on so that was just like really really nice to me and I've kind of just been doing that like every day like sometimes mm. when I feel like oh you know I spend so much time like scrolling on my phone <laughs> so sometimes I'll like like instead of like picking up my phone I'll just like go play the ukulele for an hour so it's been really good yeah, that sounds really nice. And a nice way to break up the whole lockdown situation as well, get get a hobby and exactly. learn an instrument. But there's something like, yeah, there's something I can come out of this and be like, I did this, like I actually did something productive. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's really good. All right, so tell me about your first song. When did you write your very first song? Um, I honestly can't remember. Like I, I, I really can't remember. I think... The last thing I can remember um, that I've got it somewhere. You know, when like you're young, like you're like six, mm. and you like keep your diaries. And I, I used to keep so many diaries when I was younger, and like That's write good. that old voice. That I used to yeah. Honestly, I, I look back at my diary, and I'm like talking about these boys, and I'm like, you're literally like seven years old. Like, <laughs> get alive. what are you? Oh, you're like, totally just trying to be like one of the boys. Yeah. I had diaries and I was doing that too. But, um, it was like something that you're just supposed to do. It must have been in a TV show or something, like trying I to copy all the girls. I kind of yeah. missed it. Yeah. I think maybe I'll keep diary again. But yeah. I remember looking back on it and I found this song that I wrote. And I've definitely written songs before this, but I think this is like the last one that I can like see like on paper. And I, m- I must have been about six or seven. Yeah. And um, it's about, and this is, you can tell that I'd like taken a lot of inspiration from Florence and Machine. Because mm-hmm. it was about my boy, my boyfriend that turns into a werewolf at night, oh. and I was, but it was like quite intense. And I was reading this, and I was like, "Oh my goodness! Like, what were you going through at this young age to be writing yeah. stuff like this?" But I think I just wanted to let Florence and Machine, like she used to write all these amazing, like crazy stories that were almost so like fancy, you know, like this fantasy world. And so mm. I kind of did that, and um, I need to find it. I need to try and find it. It's here somewhere. Yeah, I'll try and frame it, it, record it, release it. <laughs> exactly. That'd be cool. I, I want to hear the story of the girl who has a boyfriend who turns into a werewolf at night. You know what I mean? Cool. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine. It's crazy. I mean, it would make for an interesting love life. <laughs> yeah, Twilight. <laughs> uh, okay, so you you wrote a song around six. You, you've been doing this forever. You love attention, um, which is great. <laughs> I, I love that. Like, I love that you own that because I actually think everyone needs a certain level of attention and for some reason there's like this society shame around liking attention whereas like actually everyone needs attention at some point. Um, That's cool, yeah. But what, what I want to know is like what do you think it was about music and songwriting and everything that you, you're obviously very talented in, what was it that made you go, this is it, this is my career, this is what I want to do, like no plan B, Dad, I'm, I'm going to be a singer? What happened um, that made you choose that? I don't really know what happened. Like I always, I just, I always knew that I just loved music. Like, I just loved it, and 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 I feel like I feel like I listened to music in a different way. Like even like when I was younger, like with my friends and stuff. Like I would just, I would get completely lost in it, and it was just, mm. I don't know how it made. It just made me feel like, like strong, and I just got completely like transported and I just thought god like this is so amazing and I think I, I, I always it. loved to I just always loved to sing it's just something I always really enjoyed mm. um and then as I started writing music I realized that oh my god this is actually really 
helping me like mm. like men like mentally and 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 it seems that as you start releasing music when you see that it's starting to help other people like that is just another like huge driving force it's like oh my god this isn't even just about me anymore like this is yeah. just, this is amazing um but i think also like i said before like i'm really bad at doing things that i'm told to do or <laughs> like like i'm but this like music is just like because in in my whole in my life usually I like things to happen really quickly and if it doesn't I'm a bit like oh I'm not interested but that doesn't happen in music and you have to really 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 like dedicate your life to it and I think that was I was like this is the one thing that I do not mind dedicating my life to like if this yeah. takes like 10 years of my life or whatever to get me to any level like I'm gonna do it mm. and to me like that was a big deal because usually I'm like I'm not I'm like it's not worked in like 10 minutes I'm, I'm giving up but you know music I was like however long this will take like I'm just gonna do it and that was like yeah. a big sign for me I suppose yeah you're passionate and driven and you've obviously got the bug I don't even know what it is but I get it because I have that bug and it's um something that will only once you've got it you don't yeah, yeah. once you've got it you can't get rid <laughs> it'll send you mental if you try to ignore that that calling inside of you um you've got to follow your yeah. follow your heart Exactly, and I think it's about like having you know. There's so many setbacks in this in this like, mm. in this industry, and I think um, you have to just be able to like pick yourself up and dust yourself off. And I think especially that's the song, I that's the song. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I yeah, and I just feel like that's happened quite a few times. But it's just that like getting up every time and going like, no, like this is meant to be for you, and this will happen. And it's having that belief, and I think. When you have that such a strong belief in something, it like has to be real. Absolutely, yeah, it does. Yeah. So now that you you see that you know music's really helped you, and it does, it really helps other people who hear the music as well. Is there something that that in that that drives you to keep going, or something that you want those people that hear your music to feel or hear or understand? I mean, yeah, I guess it definitely is. Sometimes I get a bit, you know, you do get a bit disheartened and you do go, oh, like, why am I even doing this? And what's the, like, you know, everyone yeah. has those hazard moments. Imposter know, syndrome. I can't, yeah, and I kind of just look, I look out to them and, like, I see how they have received it and I see, like, the messages that people send me and, and like, and I'm like, no, do you know what? Like, people are, like, people are, like, needing this music and they're enjoying it and it's resonating with them. And I think that is, that has kept me going, you know, more than anything. And, yeah. um, I kind of, I've always said, like, I, I write music that I wish I could have had when I was 15, um, you know, when I was just a bit younger and not really that confident and always, you know, not really knowing my, my worth. And I kind of, right for my younger self and that kind of you know seems to help like other girls out there which is which is like the biggest achievement for me so I guess it is kind of it's bigger it's bigger than just music I suppose for me it is Um, yeah connecting and telling those girls they are worthwhile that's that's a huge important message we're all worthwhile yeah no it is for me it is for sure it's like yeah you know it's, it's important important to let us to let them to let everybody know that they're you know they're here for a reason <laughs> yeah you absolutely are i love that good message to be reminded of it's like you're here for a purpose yeah. don't give up exactly. what don't about up. <laughs> co-writing have you done much co-writing before 
Not for other people. Like I've never really, I've never written for anybody else, which um, I'm, 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 I wouldn't be against. Like I'd quite like that, but I think it made sense for the first like few years for me to just like really like concentrate on my own style and like get you know yep. figure out what I wanted to say in my and my message before I kind of put energy into like other people's work. Yeah. Um, Have you co-written with people but, to help your music or to produce your music? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've I've you know, there's so many like amazing writers out there, and it's all. I think it's always a bit more fun when you've got somebody else in the room and you can just kind of bounce off each other. Yeah. Um. But, you know, a lot of stuff has just been just in me, uh, and there's been times when it's like me and just one producer who can also like you know is, is, isn't bad at writing. But I think um, when there's somebody else that is there for the writing purpose, like it just it it just makes it. It can just make it. You know better sometimes when you just have somebody there that you can just like bounce your ideas off and it's, it's fun yeah oh, that's good and is there something that you've learned from co-writing and working with other people that you would um advise or continue to do in the future um i think just like have a just talk first like my thing is you know i hate going into the studio and like and like straight away you know them be you know it being like okay now like, I've got this idea like let's just like get straight to work like if you're going to write with someone and have this kind of like intimate moment with them like writing music is very intimate like you have to get yeah. to know them first and even if you already know them like just have a chat and that's mo- like literally most of my songs have come from just like having a chat like so many yeah. titles of my songs yeah. have come out in like you know me just talking and they're like oh there's actually something in that so I think <laughs> that for me it's like don't don't feel like you have to like go straight in to like work mode like get in the room and just like have a good old catch up bit of a gossip because there's a lot of magic in that sometimes yeah I love that that's actually where this podcast sort of stemmed from it's like I love that chat before a co-write you know it's like the <gasps> it's foreplay so <laughs> yeah it is it really is and it works. Yeah, it does. And it, and it can be a really good experience. And then you end up with a little song baby and, you know, it's you're connected forever and eternity via that exactly. song. Exactly. It's, it's beautiful. It's so nice. Mm. It really is. What, what would you say the best advice is that you've ever been given? My mum and my dad kind of gave me the same advice. Where they, they've always said to me, to not ever ever give somebody like your whole entire heart and like your whole entire like being if that makes sense because you know growing up I had relationships where I was just like like they were my my whole it was like my whole life kind of thing and I would have done like yeah. anything for them and usually they were like very like toxic relationships but I couldn't yeah. see because I was young and yeah and um they were just like you need to create like that space and that safety for yourself, like get that security. So then anyone else who comes along, like they're just a bonus, like never ever give yourself to somebody else that you have to like take care of yourself first. And that obviously, you know, it might, it seems kind of obvious, I guess, but that's always something that I've remembered like since then. And I think that's kind of just what I'm creating now. It's like just security for myself. And, mm. you know, I love, I love like what I do so so much that no matter who like comes along or or or, or goes, yeah. um, I'm always going to have what I've built for myself, and that and that 
you know, gives me like so much happiness, you know. So anyone that does come along as a bonus and if they choose to leave, you know, I'll be sad for a bit, but then it's like you just get back on with your life that you've created for yourself. <laughs> so I, I think that. it's definitely good advice. Yeah, absolutely. We we give our power over to other people all the time, as like especially as women, I think. But in general, doesn't matter if you're male or female. When we're in relationships, yeah. we can very easily give our power over to other people. And um, yeah, I think it's Oprah who said her closing statements on her TV channel. She said we all need to have a little bit more self responsibility, and um, that yeah, comes with owning so your own power. Mm, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think the world would be a better place if we were all held on to her own power a little bit longer. I know. <clears throat> and I guess being in a relationship, though, it's like, <clears throat> it's sort of a, that compromise of like, you know, I'd, we probably don't like to think it, but when you are in a relationship, like you do maybe give a little of your power, but that's, you know, that's fine because it's mm. like, it's a, what's the word? Um, it's like a healthy, it's like compromise. an understanding. A yeah, compromise, yeah. But yeah. when it's like, gets out of your control that's when it gets a bit scary but yeah I think it's just all about balance and knowing like knowing that you are in control you know of your own yeah trust yourself yeah you've really got to trust Trust yourself yourself. yeah that can be hard as well especially if you're love drunk with someone oh my goodness (laughs) you can be blind to it all all right so what about if you could go back and give yourself a little bit of advice say that 15 year old school girl um is out there and she wants to be a singer and loves music just the way you did, what advice would you give her? I say don't wait. Like, why would you wait another, like, five years to have a go at it properly? Like, just just do it, like, yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't waste any time because you are, like, good enough and you do, you know, you do have talent and, you know, don't, you know, you deserve you deserve to be in those, in those rooms. So just, you know, just do it. I love it. And don't 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 waste any time. Don't wait. Don't waste time. Good advice. Don't wait. <laughs> All right. If you could co-write a song or collaborate with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be and why? I always get asked this question, and I'm always really? like, oh, there's just, I think like there's just like, the, but I never know how to answer it. Like, yeah. I'm because every and, and and all the time, like, oh, like. I need to go and think about this and I have a solid answer, but there's just so many amazing people. Like, I just love everyone too much. Who's the um, first one that comes to your head today? I love Rihanna. Like, I love, love, love Rihanna. She's amazing. Mm. Um, and I know that, she, you know, she's kind of currently not, not really even doing music, but, like, no. I Very just think she's, she's just, like, her as a human and everything she does is just so great and I think she just brings so much like joy and um I've always you know I've 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 loved her since I was little and I just think she's amazing and I'm like it doesn't even have to be like songwriting like anything she wants like I'll collab on some Fenty some whatever she wants to do I'm down you're you're giving her all your power that's someone you're happy to give your power to I am Rihanna's the only person I'm like I'm yours I'm all yours take me (laughs) I think I'd be like that for a few people but I'm not going to mention it No, that's really cool all right well so what have you got coming on this year I know that it's a bit funny with like COVID and all that but you got music that's coming out, and what are we, what are your plans for the future? Yes, <clears throat> pardon me. I have um I have some really 
amazing music coming out and I was just listening to like my demos in the car yesterday and I was just like oh my god like there's so much good music so um yeah just a lot more music there's going to be some like really amazing features happening which is really exciting oh can you Um, say who they are I'm gonna I'm gonna keep a zip for now yep otherwise I might might get in trouble but (laughs) (laughs) just know that it's gonna be um a lot of fun and yeah just like a lot more music and like amazing visuals uh I just shot a music video the other day uh and it's just it's like the best thing I've I've ever done I think I've not actually seen it yet but it feels like the best thing I've ever done um you you know and yeah you know you know know so that's really exciting and yeah I'm just just working hard and making music that's awesome well I'm gonna put all of your links socials music website I'm gonna put it all on the podcast blog so that people who want to follow you check out your music um it'll all be there so they can um follow and check you out and yeah we'll just keep following you can't wait to see this new music that comes out new music video and all of that stuff I'll um keep an eye out for this feature (laughs) Um, I know yeah (laughs) is there anything else you'd like to share before we finish up uh no it's just, you know, everyone stay happy, stay healthy and, you know. Keep just listening smash to music. It. <laughs> <laughs> just smash it. Yeah, just Not keep your listening iPhone. to music. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, May. I really appreciate you coming on and having this truth with me. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Hiding in the spotlight So no one can see Darkness inside of me Then you look into my eyes You saw through all my lies Thanks for joining our songwriter Trist today. To join the family and keep up to date with future podcasts, you can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Please leave a review and subscribe. To support the podcast or contact me or our guests, please go to the website, songwritertrists.com.